Arson Club, oh, Arson Club, how lovely are your movie reviews? They are Christmas movies, and they are pretty great. We rate them on a scale of one to eight, but it's actually twelve. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That wasn't bad. Like that. that was pretty all right. Mm-hmm. We were a little melodic on that one. Yeah. Uh, hi, I am your snake daddy, your cheeseburger princess, your shit poster supreme Matt Keck. Alongside me is the light of my life. Paul, m- movie review, sh- Christmas movie review, shield. I love that, I love that you're no longer love shields uh, and you're actually Paul Christmas yeah. movie review shields. Uh, we're we're fish, finishing up. I was going to say a, hard. Ooh. For love Paul, hard. Paul hard shields. But then I was like, man. You don't need to be walking around hard. I don't hard need to be all hard. People don't know be... you're hard. They know you live that life. <laughs> they know you live that life. I don't know. They can't tell if I'm hard. They There's know no they... way anyone can tell. I, I can be naked and, and like, they can tell I was hard. That dude's walking hard. <laughs> So we are uh, speaking hey, Christmas of hard, movies. Yay. We're doing Christmas movies, uh, <laughs> and we're we're finishing the trilogy, and we're talking about hard because we did Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, we did Love Actually. Listen to those now, and now we are following up with Love Hard, a Netflix film starring uh, Jimmy O Yang. Love that dude. Uh, the woman Nina Dobrev, I believe, is the love interest, and. Yeah, it's a Netflix exclusive, so if you want to stream it, get on there. And it's the the premise of this movie and why we did it in three is one of the characters, the female actually, her favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. And one of the characters, his favorite Christmas movie is Love Actually. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... Which... That makes sense. You you hear that a lot, and they well, flipped it. They flipped usually it, right? it's the yeah yeah it's, it's the the, the girl who wa- mm-hmm. likes that, and the guy likes Die Hard. And it's kind of funny to start because she's the one who likes the uh, Die Hard, right? But they start the movie doing the same voiceover thing that Hugh oh, Grant yeah. does in oh, Love Actually. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the Die Hard even, fan I didn't even think doing about the that. Love nice. Actually voiceover, uh, and kind of doing a similar thing where they spoof it a little, but not really. And she's you know she's talking about. So she's like Carrie Bradshaw. She's a writer. I would say. I, also, I just thought about this. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. No, mean no, you're good. Up, but uh, this goes through those these three movies. Uh huh. Are all like they're different generations. One's eighties. Yeah. One's in two, early two thousands, like those late nineties. And this one's like what twenty twenty two or something. Yeah. And so like this is like a pandemic, post pandemic yeah. vibe. So three, three really different generations. Yeah. Like, well, it's. I didn't think about. I didn't even think about thinking about that while I was watching it. Yeah, to, it's interesting. To compare them, maybe all while we're talking. It's about. pretty interesting to watch those watch them in a row like this, too, because it's like, because we have lived in a world where Die Hard came out and it's existed forever, and Love, Love actually came out and existed forever. They're like, they're pieces of the zeitgeist. And so now it's just, it's weird to think like, you know, Die Hard didn't know it would be a thing that got referenced, and now it is. And so like, I don't know, I'm with you. It's g- different generations like reacting to the, art of the past to some yeah. degree so she's she's carrie bradshaw she's a writer she writes about her terrible dating experiences she goes on tinder dates she writes these terrible articles about how the tinder dates don't go well uh she works with the her friend's 
fucking hilarious. So she works with this blonde lady oh, yeah. who's always giving her advice. She's uh, drunk all the time, I think. She's always wearing these awesome sweaters. The very first scene, <laughs> the friend's sweater has Jesus and Santa Claus riding a tandem bike together. Uh, which, I didn't notice yeah, go back and watch that scene. <laughs> and I was just like, what is on that sweater? And then I saw, I was just like, oh my God. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, but she's about to give up, but she needs another story. She needs another yeah. story. And so the friend recommends she stops looking for the local guys. She expands and looks to find someone anywhere in the U.S. that might be interested. And she goes through and she finds a profile of this guy named Josh, who's a handsome guy. Uh, and they start talking. Yeah. First they go through and her boss, because mm-hmm. her boss is needs her to well i guess that comes after this but yeah yeah but it's established that she just mainly picks shitty guys yeah she's bad at picking dudes and that's what keeps her job yeah if she doesn't have the next story then she can't keep the job and so she's like on a deadline it's been a month since she's gotten a story out well i mean i think she says it's her fault Mm -hmm. it's it's her fault that she's not getting yeah, she, yeah, she she's she's pretty aware that she's bad because her friend says literally. Think her friend says right there at the mm-hmm. beginning. Hey, it's you. Uh, maybe it's because you are not picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're maybe a little picky. Mm-hmm. They uh, yeah. I mean, and she, sorry, no, no, and she does. She she we, they find out that like yeah, she has. She's like Seinfeld. Right, Seinfeld and George always had the mm-hmm. little things—the man hands or the eating thing, the eating peas individually, or there's always dumb things. And she's kind of that. Like she's always got something. If they're good, something that she picks apart. And if it's bad, well, then she writes an article. Uh, so she gets, she finds this guy, who we know, uh, we don't know yet. We don't know we, this. We at don't all know yet. yet. But we, she's fallen in she love with this, this guy. He likes, he loves love actually, and she likes Die Hard, and so that's mm-hmm. actually what starts the conversation. She, uh, which one's a better movie? Yeah, she arguing. argues with him. And which they, one's a Christmas movie? And which mm-hmm, one's not a Christmas yeah. movie? And so they're getting along. Things are going well. I like their dick pic thing that's, that they send each other. Yeah, that's what I have next. Is that's the that was the funniest part early on for me. Is they, she said something like, "I thought you were going to send a dick pic or something," and he's like, "Hold on," and sends him the Richard Nick. Send a picture of Richard Nixon. Uh huh. And then she, she sent one back. Uh, who did she send back? Uh, she sent. Oh, she. Oh, she sent back Andy Dick. Oh yeah. And he said that's a weird looking dick. And <laughs> she dick. said at least mine's not crooked. Uh, to the <laughs> so that was a great bit. Uh, thought that was very very funny. Um, so <laughs> she decides. Because she needs an article, and this guy's like, "You, you gotta get me something." She hasn't been on a bad day. Oh, she, ref- she. They're also talking for some reason. They talk about one joke I liked was because something about. Uh, oh, because they they had watched the Tom Cruise movies, and she said yeah. something about him being bottom gun. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Bottom. Not, the, not top the top gun. gun. He's the bottom gun. Bottom gun, That's which good... would make a great. A gay porn, or it could be a bottom boys, uh, a bottom boys spinoff. We'll, oh, be, the, yeah, we'll bottom be the bottom gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. He's talking about how they were all they were gay in the movie. I mean, and to be fair, you don't have you don't look that good in a jumpsuit and not at least experiment <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so she, the boss puts the pressure on. Tells her, tells her she he needs the article. She decides 
she's gonna up and fly there. That's what she pitches. She pitches that she's gonna fly there to Lake give, Placid. To Lake Placid, and he's not having it at first. He's like, "No, that's who cares about love? We want you to have a fucked up relationship story." And then he finds out she's never actually met the guy, and he's immediately all in. And she proves that she's very much self-aware of not realizing she makes bad decisions because this guy very blatantly told her, this is a terrible decision. I want you to do this so I can exploit it. And she does it anyways. <laughs> so they go to, she goes to Lake Placid. Lake Placid, looking which, for alligators. I is guess. it big? Uh, I know it from that movie, right? Right, the- right. Yeah, I, I mean, it. It's a big lake, but I don't think the city is that big. They give her the tiny airport in the yeah, movie. So they make it seem like it's they make really it seem, little. Yeah, they make it seem very remote. So I, I, I should, definitely should look that up, see what their population it's is. Cause, wonder, yeah. Maybe that's a maybe that's a shout back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that guy had something to do with this that Lake Placid movie. Ooh, he might have. Yeah. So mm. he's like, yeah, because it's weird, right? Why choose Lake Placid? It doesn't really come up outside of the fact that that's mm-hmm. where he lives, but it does make you think about the alligators. Like it's not gonna not. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's known for. Uh, she shows up. The guy who runs the rental car place <laughs> is the same guy who runs the Uber, uh, and he's got snacks. He's not. Yeah, oh, that was great. Yeah, but yeah. not like not like vending machine snacks. He's got little Ziploc baggies of like Cheez-Its and stuff. And he says, "I got baked potatoes." <laughs> yes, I remember that. He's like, "I got baked potatoes while you're in this car." You're like, "You want a baked potato? Come on!" And I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> If I hopped into an Uber and they had a full b- baked potato bar in the like backseat, there's a really good chance Loaded. I'm eating one of Load those. Load it up. Load me with those baked potatoes. Yeah, there's a very good chance I would eat a backseat Uber baked potato. No question. Uh, <laughs> Uber guys got baked potatoes. Wrote that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> loved that when she shows up, the mom answers the door and the dad starts yelling, tell them we're not going to convert. And she says, it's not the Mormons, which is the reverse of what he tells her to say in love, actually. Tell him it's the Mormons. She shows up, and the dad thinks it's the Mormons. Oh, yeah. And she says, it's not the Mormons. It's actually this girl who's showing up. They don't say that. And she says, it's the carolers. Oh, what and was the... Oh, he... They, that's he, at the end of you're it. You're right. It's this movie that they yeah. do the Mormons. Yeah, yeah. So... I think they did that to maybe to foreshadow a little that foreshadow way, that way they could set up the twist. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I was like, cause I wrote that down thinking that they were, cause they said, that, tell them it's makes... a carolers in love. Actually, you're right. It's carolers in love. Actually, yeah. which makes more sense. I was thinking about that. I was saying this, I was like, are there that many Mormons in England? I mean, I know there's some cause of missions, but makes more sense now. Yeah. He thought the Mormons were coming. And then later when she does the love actually thing, he used, she yeah. used Mormons instead of, say it's the Mormons instead of the carolers. That makes sense. Uh, because they're the carolers, carolers in this movie. You couldn't use that joke because right. they sing. Yeah. Uh, so she's there. She's telling everyone that she's in <laughs> love with them. And then our boy, Jimmy O. Yang shows up for the first time. She sees the real guy. Uh, and obviously she's shocked. They play I Just Died in Your Arms tonight uh, as he comes up. They do the whole, like, uh, she's all that reveal. With, yeah, we're from the feet. I, go from I the feet. I just died in your arms tonight. Yeah. I must have been something you said. And then Jimmy O. Yang's standing there uh, looking handsome as hell, uh, which I'm, I'm just going to address that right now. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang, not an ugly fella. 
Not an ugly fella. He got a giant head. He does got a big head. He does <laughs> have a big, a big head, head, but he's not a bad looking guy, and he's got a lot of charisma. So I think what this movie definitely is obviously touching on is like in the landscape of modern online dating, a guy like this who is, you know, yeah, he's got a big head, but he's just kind of a regular looking guy. He's got a hard time. People aren't swiping on his profile because they got their pick of the litter, right? Nobody's picking the runt. And so this guy decides he's going to find his sexy friend mm-hmm. and use pictures of his sexy friend. And what does he, well, he doesn't think this girl's going to come across the country, right? He's just trying to have a little fun, have a few conversations, get to know somebody. There's a good chance that nothing's ever going to happen. At some point, I feel like maybe he should have revealed before, you know, at some point he maybe should have been like, hey, but if he does that, is she ever going to show up? No, she's just going to ghost him, right? Block him. Right, exactly. Oh, I'd like to mention that the dad, when I first saw him, I was like, he looks like like an Asian Christopher Walken when he first came in. I was like, oh, the dad. He, yeah, he looks, this guy looks, because I was like, is that Christopher Walken? Oh, no, that's a, some Asian guy. <laughs> I. I Honestly, now I just want to imagine Christopher Walken replacing <laughs> every person in the movie in different ways, like oh, at yeah. different times. That's funny. Yeah. I I put this candle up my ass. <laughs> I well, I I can't do a Christopher. Why can't I do a Christopher Walken? Everybody uh, can do Christopher uh, Walken, right? Uh, now I got to try to do a Christopher yeah. Walken. I'm on the spot. I got a fever, and the only cure is more cowbell. Oh yeah, I've got a candle. And I'm carrying it up my ass. It's a Christmas candle up my ass during the entire war. That's pretty good. I have a candle up my ass. Up my ass. I got a candle. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Carried a candle up my ass through the war. I had Chinese takeout up my ass the entire war. <laughs> That's you're getting there actually. You're, you're kind of nailing them on some of those. That was my Asian. Your Asian Christopher Walken. Yeah, the Asian Christopher because the dad was Asian. Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> No, don't do that. I know that's the that's the Andrew Santino thing. I'll cut that <laughs> oh, yeah. out. Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's his yeah. thing. I'll cut Great. that out. <laughs> Leave uh, it in. <laughs> Leave it in. Sorry, Andrew, you're better at that than me. I can't really do it. Um, so she obviously bails. Right? She goes to the bar. Uh, she sees the the real dude. Uh, yeah, they were, uh, and they've been. T- uh, foreshadowing telegram because she always mentions at least three times she has mentioned that she's allergic to kiwi. Right. Yes. They wanted to make sure you knew that's yeah. Kiwi is Chekhov's gun here. Yeah. Well, once you see it, when you once she says it the first time, yeah, you know, you know, something kiwi's going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. just say someone's allergic to something and not have something happen. So yep. she goes to the bar. Yep. She sees the guy. Mm-hmm. She decides she's going to win him over with some meatloaf. Which, by the way, let me tell you, karaoke of the, one of the sexiest American not the, songwriters. Not the dish, not the dish, the karaoke. <laughs> I could do anything love, but I won't do that. It'd be great if she actually did make meatloaf at the bar, oh, though. Man, that would have been incredible. She would have won him over for sure if uh, she yeah, just made a been, thing of meatloaf. Would have been way better than turning around and looking like the kid from freaking uh, <laughs> Mask. mask. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Stoltz turns around. Here she is, Eric Stoltz from Mask um, on the freaking bring sloth from Goonies, and she's doing a sexy dance on the turns table. Turns around because she's low. allergic to kiwi. The kiwi swelled she her up. I would do anything for her. So, uh, and he, they all, all the guys, they 
that's actually it was really funny scene because all oh, the yeah. guys were like, "Oh my goodness!" But then they all they were shocked, but, but they, they tried to act like they, they were trying to be nice. They're like, oh she, man, she like danced all over because she didn't know she was all bloated shot, in the face. They and, thought she had like a disease, maybe <laughs> or yeah. And so they were very kind. Like, they were like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, I hope you're all right." Uh, he since she's having the allergic reaction, can't find the epipen. Uh, Jimmy O Yang had followed her to the bar. Mm-hmm. Takes her to the vet, gets her cleaned up. Uh, that was pretty funny. I feel like. I mean, yep. that's kind of a small town thing. Yeah, because there's if only you know a vet. The vet. That's what he yeah. said. Is the, yeah, the, the, you want to drive 45 minutes to the yeah. hospital or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, we get her cleaned up, and they make a deal. She's gonna pretend to be his girlfriend around the family so that he can look good. Because he's got this brother that's overbearing, always stealing the spotlight. He wants to look good for once. She pretends to be the girlfriend. He'll hook her up with the real dude. Real hot guy, yep. And that's when things kind of flip on their head, and we see the hypocrisy of, of this character, this this girl. And we see that she's always choosing the wrong guy, like they set up before. Yeah. She's mad because this guy catfished her. But the whole time, he was himself. The only thing that he catfished her on was the pictures of what he looked like. Right, because he starts telling her, he's, he's like... Hey, he likes Thoreau, uh, or he start reading mm-hmm. Walden. Read Walden. Mm-hmm. Uh, start. Uh, he likes to mm-hmm. climb rocks. So, and she she hates all these. Yeah, things. all these things she hates, but she's gonna pretend to do it yep. just to be with this guy because that's what he looks like. Which is the inverse of the yeah, thing she's, she's reverse mad about. catfishing. Yeah, she's doing a reverse catfish, uh, pretending to be things to, right. that she's not. Uh, which, by the way, terrible idea. Eventually, you're just going to be stuck in a life doing a bunch of stuff you don't want to do. Like, why? No. If someone likes exclusively stuff you don't like, maybe just, like, I don't know, bang once and move on. Like, <laughs> you mm. don't got to stick around. And maybe that's what she was trying to do. But, yeah, she pretends to like Thoreau, but she actually hates Thoreau and even, like, says that she likes him in a way to show that she actually does not. <laughs> someone, Some people would think that he's blah, 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 blah. Uh and yeah. this guy, this the the guy's name's Tag. Tag, yes, his name Tag. is Tag. Who the who the hell named your kid Tag? And, and and I've heard this name before. Is that short for something, or is that just the name? Oh, it's short. Maybe I mean I'm get I I Taggart. I would hope it's short for who something, but what? Kid it, but again, that's Even. not making it better, is it? Tag <laughs> Tagatha. Yeah, and he looks like a he, he looks like an Asian. James Franco. Yeah, kind of. He he kind of looks, uh, you, you know, Mean Girls, the one that she kind of falls in love with, Aaron Samuels. He kind of has that vibe to me, mm. where he's got kind of thicker eyebrows, but beanie style. He, this, this whole movie felt very millennial to me, so that might be why <laughs> I was thinking about Mean Girls. It was a very millennial uh, <laughs> movie, for sure. And so she's going after this guy who likes Thoreau, who likes rock, uh, rock climbing, and she finds out that this other guy that she doesn't want to be with is actually a candle maker. Uh, a thing that she has far more interest in, we find out as time goes on. She smells the things and can, like, pick out the specific scents. She recognizes all the specific things in his grandpa smell later on. Uh, and I don't think she's necessarily into candle making. she's not not into it. Uh, well, but yeah, she... she's not, like, into it, but right. she finds it interesting. She right. finds him being into it interesting. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I like this... I dated this girl just because she i because she told me her favorite music was like big band music i mean like that's from interesting. boogie woogie boogie i was like yeah. oh that's 
kind of cool. You didn't tell me your, you know, <laughs> any 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 up to date thing. It's not like I'm I'm uh, yeah. popping in freaking. Yeah, it, she's listening to old school like swing, Lawrence <laughs> Welk or whatever. Oh, I'm not yeah. popping that in. That's interesting. On daily, but she is. So it's like, oh, she catfished me in with that. Oh yeah, I say catfish, but when well, right, yeah, she did listen to it. So. But it is those little things like that that like they make you interested in someone, or it like even just you know, in general, you could know someone forever, and those are the things you find interesting about them. Like Amber listens to 1920s like lounge sing ladies like she listens to blossom deary and shit and it's like i would never listen to that but i'm exposed to this new piece of culture because of something someone yeah and and that's the kind of things that you know you're in a relationship look out for those like and she's ignoring it though she sees this candle making she's very like candles with her yeah um so his handsome brother shows up uh, with his with his girlfriend, everyone's excited about the handsome brother. The handsome, uh, yeah. Oh, his handsome brother. His yep. handsome brother, yeah. And so every time he tries doing something throughout this movie, the ha- and he gets a little attention. The handsome brother has to pull the trigger and like do a thing, like uh, one up him. Yeah, one up him. Like anytime he he's like, oh, I have this girlfriend, and the brother's like, how no, and like shits on him a little bit. Or later on, like the they go caroling, and the brother's like the star. When they go caroling, he, that's his moment. Like, he does the thing. He does the dance. He's singing. He's directing. And so they get a time. And she had told him that next time his brother steals the spotlight, he needs to steal it right back. And so while they're out doing his big thing, uh, they ask, who's going to sing Baby It's Cold Outside? And that's when he decides it's time for him to steal the spotlight. Now, he knows this girl doesn't like that song. She brings it up early on in the in the Uber. Yeah. Talks about she does the nice millennial conversation about it being a Bill Cosby rape song. I think we've already discussed un- enough that it's really more about the fact that she doesn't want appearances to look bad of her leaving in the morning. It's not about him sticking something in the drink. But listen, I get it. Lyrics get blurry as time goes on and context doesn't matter. So the joke's still there. They remix Baby It's Cold Outside to make it a consensual sounding song. It's funny. I thought it was a really funny Yeah, no, I liked bit. it. That was really good. I th- this, this was the moment where I thought you could see Jimmy O. Yang's charisma really shines in this moment. Like it's a type of charisma. You don't oh, see yeah. from him a lot. He does a lot of awkward stuff, but in this, he really just was the guy singing and it, it, you know, so his brother has to pull the trigger. They remix. It's baby. It's called outside. The brother has to announce that he's pregnant. And so people <laughs> stop paying yep. attention. Uh, the brother's annoying, but he never does anything too bad. I feel like he's, his whole deal is that, yeah, I think he's grown up with him. Yeah. And he's always been the better looking, the more... He's tall and handsome, yeah. and he's got he's yeah. successful, and Jimmy's and, the one that still lives with the And with he kind of rubs it in his face he rubs a little it in. bit. Yeah. Um, Not just, necessarily on purpose, I guess, but... Well, and, and I think it is with him, they try to they well, make it I think he's always way. been that way, but now yeah. it's kind of... It's like, oh, hold on a second, he's got this girlfriend he felt challenged yeah for the first first time time, and so so he he was uncomfortable yeah Yeah. to some extent their relationship does remind me of me and my brother in ways now not in a way where i feel like i'm an overbearing asshole or anything like that but i do feel like that he probably does have some of this like oh this guy comes in and all the spotlight whatever because my brother's a real quiet guy he's very reserved he's the one that lived at home for longer he's it kind of reminds me of our dynamic where i actually kind of don't hate the older brother because he it reminds me of our dynamic to a degree where it's like 
I get even when he's being a little shit or yeah. I get where it's coming from because there is like that sibling rivalry at least to a degree even when there's not one like me and my brother don't compete in the same things like he's a physicist and I do fucking comedy but there's still like that thing right where it's like oh yeah no I'm the, no I'm the better one like I'm still the better one <laughs> You, you you gotta know I'm the better one. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why that's built in. But it's there. I want to yeah, be the better one. I was never... My mom would always be... Oh, introduce Colin, Colin as, the, as the handsome one. So are you, are you the Jimmy O. Yang in this? <laughs> I'm definitely the Jimmy O. Yang in this deal. <laughs> I, I mean, she Colin's said, a handsome fella, but you're not a bad-looking dude and, and she goes... Yeah, and she would always be... Uh, Paul's got straight teeth. You do have straight teeth. Which like, she said about Jim. Yeah, he she did. Said he that, had very, very straight teeth. That's what she said about yep. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's five years of braces, baby. <laughs> yeah, she's straight teeth. I'm like, I don't have that, though. But I don't. I have shitty teeth, I'm sure. Yeah, well, they're mostly straight. They're a little. Like, because yeah, I've, they are little. Because I've I have little round them too. down. I have, I, have, I have to wear a I'm a supposed mouth to wear thing. my mouth guard, and yeah. I don't. Either way. <laughs> Introduced as the yep, Colin, this, Colin, your tall, handsome brother. It's all dark and handsome. Even you don't even get a break. <laughs> this guy's got uh, better teeth than the of the two. <laughs> We're just gonna compare teeth. That's it. I'm screwed. My brother went to the orthodontist. Dang it. He went. Oh, but he sings a song and tells him, and then he, the brother, gets jealous. Yeah. So he's like, "Ah, oh, hey, to one up him." He says, "We're getting, uh, we're uh, having a baby. We're expecting a baby." Right. So all the family's like, "Yay!" So then he he ones up and says it again. Then then uh, he proposes then, there, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He. he I didn't know if you were going to skip over that part. It sounded no, like no, no, no. He he goes right into the proposal to one up it. Uh, he he's like, and this brings it on the girl. She they're supposed to pretend that they're dating, but I mean, she goes with it. She gets the grandma's ring. And the family, the, he's like, uh -huh. I have a ring, and the grandma's like, "Here you go." Uh huh. So it was all in the moment, and now he's she's his fiance, which. I mean, I get it. He pulled the trigger to try and steal the moment back, but he puts himself in a situation where when this all blows up, it's got to be a little bit worse. Uh, oh, it's yeah. It's be a little bit worse. For sure. And she's already been on like, at least a date or two with this tag guy, right? She went rock climbing with him, and then after the bob proposal, sledding? they go bobsledding. That was after the proposal? Right after the proposal, they go bobsledding. Why did I write down he, that he says... If Tag finds out I'm engaged to my cousin, what if Tag finds out I'm engaged to my cousin? Oh, because she's <laughs> pretending. Because Tag, yeah, she's pretending right to be that. his cousin. Okay, yeah. right after that happened, she's all pissed off. She goes, "What if Tag finds out I'm engaged to my cousin?" Uh huh. <laughs> so, so he uh, he shows the grandpa candle to his dad. Uh, at, uh, I think this is why I wrote grandpa candle here. It might have been when she, he showed it to her. I might have gone, gotten that out of order. But he does show it to his dad eventually and tell him that that's what he wants to do. Like, he's he's into candles. He wants to do candle making. And his dad is supportive. It doesn't do it toward, till the... That's more he towards the see, end, isn't it? That's well, when after she leaves. She la after okay. she leaves. So she leaves this must be when he showed it to her. I must have yeah. jumped to that early. Yeah. So they go to steal newspapers, though, because there's, a, a, there's an engagement announcement. And it's going out to the newspaper. And apparently... In Lake Placid, people still read the newspaper. Yeah. And so they go to steal every single copy that they can. Uh, the 
newspaper boys yelling at him outside the fogged up car. That's uh, it's funny. I get it. Like, yeah. it's a cute little bit. Uh, then they talk about how she's going to go on another date with this guy to the steakhouse that his family owns. And she doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, what are you going to do? She's like, I'll just order a baked potato. And they never actually show whether she ate the meat or not. They don't actually show what she ordered, yeah. but they'd go, they, she gets through this. She fakes her way through at this. that point, And it's at that point he's starting, he's, he's mentioning like the, they, it's a steakhouse. They eat meat and all this stuff. Cause yeah. now before it wasn't, it didn't seem to be as much as him trying to win her over, but now he's right. getting jealous. Right. Because yeah, because he's seeing that she likes him. Yeah. He can tell that she likes him. They, they bond over all these things and yeah. she's faking all this yeah. stuff for this other guy. Yeah. I mean, I like also they they didn't make the tag guy like a bad dude. They no. didn't like give him, cause usually in these, type of movies when this happens they'll make the, the there's something that this guy's doing secret that you don't see or something like that right he's, like, he's an asshole well because i feel like because that gives your protagonist uh right leeway to a do plus. whatever they want to do right it's like oh if they if that wasn't uh, if he's not a bad guy well then she's kind of doing a bad thing exactly. and they let that be the truth right. in this one and i feel like storylines should own that more like if the thing your character's doing isn't a good thing well people in the story should act like it's not a good thing and react accordingly because yeah bad things do happen but they don't happen and then just like yeah but he was a bad guy so it's fine right like nah that's not really how it goes i'm with you like tag's not a bad guy they even kiss. They kiss, and I think that's the moment where you can see on her face that like she's realizing, "Oops, uh, maybe I'm fucking up. This ain't the guy." Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all building up to well. Oh, there's a scene before it gets to the when because they're in the uh... they go to the old people online dating. Oh yeah. They do that before before it goes to the steakhouse. Yeah. Was that before the steakhouse? Yeah. So, oh, that's right, because she was going to go on the date to the steakhouse, and he got really jealous about that. Because this is when he's guy. getting jealous when he's talking to them. Because they were going to build gingerbread houses, and she skipped gingerbread houses. Yeah, to go there. So, And the brother finds out. And he goes and drives goes by the, the steakhouse. And sees that she's with someone else. Now, mm-hmm. he doesn't expose it, though, which I think is the thing that... Yeah. about the brother that I got some respect for. He didn't... Oh, yeah, totally. He didn't try to he embarrass him, really. He redeems himself at the end yeah. of everything, which is another reason why, like, because it, it's the bad guy of whatever, but... It's you, like, he's not really a bad guy. He's just a jealous brother that loves you, attention. You find... Well, yeah, you find out in the end that he is, because he, like... Because uh, whenever the... Oh, she, I'll, I'll talk about it towards the end, whenever yeah, we get yeah, to yeah. the end of this, because... Well, they go to the, they go after the, they go to, before the steakhouse, they go to the olds and they talk about online dating because they supposedly met online, which they did, but, uh, and the olds oh. don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to give All the right. truth on their profile. They're talking about how they lie. Like, uh, the guy's talking about, what do I call it if I'm in a wheelchair or whatever? Yeah. And like, yeah. I like rolling with my homies. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's funny. And they're all, mm-hmm. what if I, uh, what if I don't want something long term? And he says, I kind of think that's implied because they're fucking old. <laughs> Well, that whole scene's great. It shows that we yep. don't change as we get older. We're always going to be deceptive little horn dogs. And then we get to the uh, after the steakhouse, we end up going to the Chris, the big Christmas party. Oh, they le- they let them. Mm-hmm. It's not a Christmas party. They let them to this. the The grandma oh, let them to this uh, this retirement home. 
because it was a ploy to get to them get away. away from the surprise. Because then she leads them back, and they're like, why are we going this way? And they're like, it's to the steakhouse, and they have an engagement party. And so since uh, Tag's family owns the steakhouse, he's also used to be friends with Jimmy O. Yang back uh-huh. in the day, and they've reconnected a little recently because of this girl. I think the brother set it up that way, actually, to oh. do it, because he saw them at the steakhouse. So he wanted everything to... He wanted that to... That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't catch that. That makes sense. Yeah. And the thing is, though... That you think through this deal that the brother set him up because he's trying to freaking uh-huh. uh, uh, be uh, sh- shitty to his brother but and one up trying, him. He's but he's trying to expose her. Yeah, because because he talks to her when they go to the steakhouse and the, everybody's there and they're they're like, yeah, it's an engagement party. Like, oh wow! And then he the brother gets with him and goes, I know, I saw you with tag. I know. I don't know what you're trying to pull with my brother, but this, but uh, I'm going to expose it. So, so then you're like, oh man. So he's, he's actually being protective. Right. Right. Which, which is a great reveal. Uh, And so the dad gives a toast and she's trying to cover things up. It seems like she freaks out, awkwardly goes up there to give another toast. And everyone's like, why would this guy's cousin be giving a toast? And everyone else is like, okay, weird that you're giving a toast at your own engagement thing, but whatever. And then she just gives up, admits everything that's going on. Yeah, she tells her her boss arrives as well. Her boss is there looking for the story. Yeah. And when he's finding out the truth, I mean, he's just pumped. The boss ends up everywhere. And she flies around, goes to her hotel. He just stalks her for the rest of her trip. And I wrote this down too because when she does that freaking when she when she says what's uh, uh, what has been going on, you know, and the she does she says everything. She goes through everything. List the whole movie. Right? Yeah, that way, if someone walks in at the end and doesn't know what's happening, you don't have to catch them. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, well, no, I'm just saying she tells everyone. Oh yeah, uh, you know she's oh, yeah, like she, she's, she's like he catfished me. He did all. She's like, why are you why are you telling his parent? You're just you're making him. Looked bad, yeah. Terrible. I mean, they were nice to him at least, thank God. Like, but yeah, it did make him look yeah, really bad. I mean, yeah, if I was him, I would have been, What? What? Oh, what? How about just if you're going to spill the beans and stuff, just maybe keep, keep it yourself. Maybe don't do it on a big balcony in front or, of everyone I know, or maybe act I, like I don't you know. were given, yeah, or <laughs> if you're going to, just say it was you or something. Yeah, just admit what you did and stop. <laughs> what, what put me in this what? now? Every because, yeah, she can just leave. She can just leave this city. Yeah. He's stuck with these people. This is yeah. where he, this is his family and friends. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's put in an awkward situation, but at least they're all they treat him well. I feel like that. No one. Oh really no, that was I. I thought it was great. They all just freaking. They're like, oh man, sorry this happened. Like, comfort they understood him. What he they was... went to his whole family was on his side. I was like, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. And then you know, she his brother was like, yeah, very supportive. Sorry, Hugged man. him and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you gotta love that. So she goes back. Christmas. Everything's been revealed. She goes back. She's writing the story. She's got to write the story. Uh, and then she realizes that this is not the ending to this story that she wants. This she is le- not This her is ending. the point. When, and she, when she left and he goes back, she had left his candles. Mm-hmm. This is when the dad smells the this candles. This is when the dad smells the candles. Yeah. And he tells him he's supportive and he would like he supports that he wants to make it a business. Because like. he was like, I don't want to work at your, your sports store anymore. I want to... 
He's like, good. You fucking Make suck at working these, at my sports store. These candles, because the, the candles, oh yeah, the the candles were uh, like men scented candles, right? Which I mean, they're like, no one gets these candles. No yeah. one has this. And he's like, well, they do. Bath and Body Works literally has a whole but, section. Oh of my those. god, my mom bought they're not me. Good. My mom bought me for Christmas one just a sh- sh- candle that was leather. Uh huh. I smelled leather. that thing. It was nasty. Oh Jesus! Like you know when Ma- you have a leather wallet in your pocket and you sweat oh, it was all so day. Bad. Long and then you pull it out and yeah. it's got that sweaty. That's the reason they don't make men candles. No, I mean, what was that candle that got passed around the white elephant? It was, one deal? Of, it was leather too. It was the leather one. It was oh, leather. Geez. It's nasty. And it's like they've got gasoline. It's like yeah, gasoline smells good for like half of a second, <laughs> and then it doesn't smell good anymore. Like no, you can just make like a candle that smells like fruit, and men can buy that too. Like. Why did we ginger smells? Why did we gin- I like baked goods and fruit. That's all I need. I love the smell <laughs> of baked goods and fruit. That's what the candles are. <laughs> but yeah, he's his dad's supportive. He's going to have the candle business. Uh, she doesn't like the ending to this story, so that's when we get to tell him it's the Mormons. Why they set up the she Mormon She shows thing. back up. She shows back up. With the cards. She's got the cards, cardboard. but hers aren't cards like his. Hers are made out of cardboard boxes, which, you know, that's fine. That seems more realistic, maybe. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. She goes out, she, she has her little signs, she apologizes, you know, he was actually the one the whole time. Good, happy ending. Yeah, and she's, you know... Why did I write this? I wrote, I wrote down, I, I guess I was quoting someone. It says, some cultures' height and facial symmetry are repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but I bet I that, they I said bet that. someone said it. <laughs> I don't know why you wrote that down. Some cultures' height and facial symmetry is repulsive. That feels like it came straight out of Mein Kampf. <laughs> oh, I think he said that. Oh, I remember it. Because they were in the... They were in the when they were uh, stealing those newspapers, uh-huh. and he goes, "Yes, he's telling her, yeah, some people's cultural height and facial symmetry are, in some cultures, height and facial symmetry are repulsive." Oh, so he's because she was like, she's like, because you have the good funny. qualities. Why didn't you pick me, or why didn't you flip on me? Uh-huh. And it, dude, the whole thing is just why didn't you, you know? Yeah, why why not me? Why not me? Yeah, and I think that's a, that's a good question for people to ask sometimes. Why not? Why? What is it that's stopping you? And sometimes we got to get past ourselves to realize what's really the best thing for us. Yeah. This movie nails it. I guess so. It's funny. It is funny. It's real funny. I mean, it's um, obviously it's loose. Like it's it does the it's a, it's a it's an easy movie. It's not trying to make any huge points really. And it still does the you know, the hot girl. Yeah, totally. Hot, ends the, up with the with, with the guy, average the, regular dude. Yeah, I know they play they play Jimmy O down, and I get it. Like you know, he's just he's yeah. a short little fella. But you know, no one ends up in a Hollywood movie ugly. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. And so. if they do, it's a type of ugly that's fun to look at. Like no one wants well, to look at somebody oh, on screen for two hours and be there's, ugly. There's Seth Rogen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. The man's not pretty. Uh, you know. You know what? My 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 argument completely destroyed by that by that one. You're right. You're absolutely right. But <laughs> I I have watched many hours of that man. <laughs> uh, but I mean, overall, I like this one. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's legendary in any way. It's obviously derivative of things because it's a Netflix movie. It's a it's an easy watch. But of the straight streaming ones. 
I'd say this is on the up upper half for sure. I honestly think who did you who did you while watching this movie? Mm-hmm. Who what who did you side with? Who did I side with? Yeah, because she came. I thought she was kind of awful until she realized. Yeah, she they was made awful. her awful. I thought she was until pretty awful she... until she realized she was awful and mm. learned, learned to be better. Until uh, he. I mean, I still liked her, but I yeah, she was being oblivious and being willingly oblivious, which is what they wanted you to totally. do. Um, but I mean, I was uh, I was on, you know, I was on his side for most of it. I feel like, yeah, you don't catfish people, but you also, like he said, don't expect somebody to travel three thousand miles when you just started chatting online. Yeah, do you so... think that's okay to cat to? No, I don't. Put I a think different that... picture. No, I don't generally, and you don't get swiped on. No, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've never had to really worry about like mm. any of this stuff. I got with, I, I got together. Online dating stuff sucks. Yeah, I mean, we got together before it was ever a thing, so I've like barely even like I, I know how it works, but like you know, I didn't have to get subjected to that. I feel like it would, I would hated it. I wouldn't have known when yeah. to put up as my pictures. It I don't know sucked, what man. I couldn't get any. I've. It, I did some online, tried to do some online, got on those mm-hmm. sites, and they put me, I I would never get any hits. I mean, I did try, and I tried to, I put up stuff like, I get it. So maybe some of my stuff was a little weird. Well, but yeah, I, sure. You're I, trying I to be funny. To, yeah, like when they go, but the questions they would ask that I was supposed to answer was weird. Like they would ask, uh, tell me something that... Uh, a secret that nobody knows about you. Uh-huh. Some the you know, and I would put like uh, the carpet matches the drapes. I mean, but yeah, sure, you that know? seems funny. Oh yeah, or uh, what are what are your uh, pet peeves or whatever? Uh-huh. And I would write like, not a fan of back hair, but not a deal breaker. <laughs> See, that's funny S- stuff. Like, yeah, I yeah, thought so. Those kind of things I thought were 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 funny, but I would never get hits. Hmm. Would never well, get hit. shame, shame on yeah. those women. Shame. shame on them. Shame. I should have freaking got a picture of tag and so freaking oh, yeah. put up you there. You should have. You should have. Oh man! You should. If used... I'd seen this movie, mm-hmm. you'd have used pictures of me instead. I would have put picture of <laughs> you up there and been look at this guy in this snake hat. Look, uh, look at. His... <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny if 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 uh, using snake like pictures got hits. Like, people be like, "Oh yeah, I want to get with this ten year old internet meme. Let's fucking go." Uh, okay, let's rate them. Let's rate it. Love hard. Love hard. Uh, I think it's funny. I've watched it two times now because I think it came out last year, and I watched it then too. Um, I probably will watch it again. So I think it deserves a fairly high score because of that. Uh, I'm going to give this a Nine Ladies Dancing. I really like this movie. It's funny all the way through. They they don't uh, they don't do like try a lot of try hard stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just in there and it's funny and it's not and it's it it actually they do a lot of new stuff. Yeah, that made that was that made me laugh and stuff. Yeah. I was like, they didn't cover it. Took so, a lot of new angles. Yeah. And, stuff. and I really, I really liked it. Uh, so I'm, you know what I would. So I know that I gave, uh, pretty sure I got Christmas and Campbell's like a 10. Yeah. It was pretty I high. Think. It was pretty high. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this a 10 as well. Hey, I think that's a good score. 
I think yep. it's a good score. I almost went 10. I went 9. Uh, so here you have it. On the 12 days of Christmas scale, Love Hard, 9 out of 10. 9 and solid, solid, Solid streaming film. If you're at home, you got a little little bit of time, you want a little Christmas, a little fun, a little laugh, highly recommended. Uh, so, I mean, that concludes the trilogy. We hit Die Hard. We hit Love Actually. We hit Love Hard. And I think, strangely enough, our favorite is Love Hard. Yeah, the three. <laughs> That's where, no, it is. We've definitely rated the others. Uh-huh. I think I gave a love actually a five. Yeah, you hit them. Die Hard and... like a six or seven, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I gave. I think them I that. was around the the yeah. middle on both of them. It's, it's and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with time. Like a lot of that definitely. Yeah, has to do I think with, so for sure. And because like neither Die Hard or Love Actually was one that was my tradition. You know, I didn't grow up watching those over and over. So like for me. I had seen them, but they were newish. Like it, was, it wasn't like I had seen it so much I knew everything that was going to happen. So I think for some people, those are their traditions, right? And of I course, don't. Of course I don't have a 12. tradition, so I clean slate here. Yeah, there you go. See, I just watch. Like I have like uh, Home Alone. That was that was one I always watched. But everything else, I mean, I just kind of put on my. I just watch Christmas movies. Most of them are the most of them are the bad comedies. We should review some of those at some point. Because Office Christmas Party night before okay. all those just shitty party what are we doing next uh you know we don't have anything solidified oh, yeah. so if you have uh, any if anyone has one to recommend we could i think we should do a, another classic those seem to be hitting oh yeah we gotta start back over the the side do a, we'll do a classic, classic and then we'll do a yep. new and then yep, we'll yep, do yep. one we haven't seen so maybe put your suggestions in yeah, there hit us some suggestions of christmas the is coming yeah christmas is a coming uh and we could do anything uh you know Maybe we uh, maybe we go old school animation on the next one. We haven't done any of those. Ooh. We could do like a Rudolph or a Santa Claus coming to town or something. Maybe the Grinch or the Grinch. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Grinch is good. We yeah. could do all the Grinches. We could do the old one, the Jim Carrey one, and then the <laughs> shitty fucking. I guess we could. Yep. Well, maybe we'll do at least one Grinch. Okay. <laughs> all sure. right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Christmas movie marathon with the Arson Club. Make sure you check out our show in Kansas City at the Rhino Live, January twelfth. Uh, make sure you check out our other podcast, The Bottom Boys Cast. Bottom Boys! And follow us at Arson Club KC. I am your snake daddy, your cheeseburger princess, your shit poster supreme Matt Keck. Alongside me is the light of my life. Paul Ball Humbug Shields. Paul ba- Ebenezer Scrooge over here. All right, we're going to have to do a Christmas carol on one of these two. Maybe the Muppets or something. All right. <laughs> that leaves us with an Arson Club saying bye-bye and have a merry, 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 merry. <laughs> <laughs>